This is the Sexual Alchemy Podcast for men who want to discover and embrace profound confidence, intimacy, pleasure, and connection. I'm Rebecca Lowry, and I invite you to explore who you really are as a confident, sexual, and sensual man. Whether you're dealing with specific sexual issues or you just know there's more to it than you've experienced so far, this is a safe space for you to learn, grow, and expand your erotic potential and possibilities. Hello, welcome to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast. Today, I want to talk about what happens when you or your partner holds back from initiating or receiving gentle, it doesn't have to be gentle actually, but light affection, touch, intimacy that isn't full on, full blown penetrative sex because they don't want it to go all the way, as it were. The, the topic for this podcast comes from several conversations I've had over the last couple of months from people who say that they either don't initiate or they don't take their partner up on beautiful things like, you know, rubbing each other's backs or having a makeout session or anything that is intimate and affectionate and beautiful because they're afraid it might lead to something else and that's not what they want at that time. And so I figured if that's, you know, showing up more than once in my world, that it's probably helpful for you too. I think it's probably helpful for everyone. So humans, we humans are hardwired for touch. We are hardwired to connect with other people, to laugh and cry and emote and love other people. And we're hardwired to need and want affection and cuddles and different kinds of touch, some that are not sexual and some that are, some that are sensual and some that might be remedial or healing or um, transformational. And, you know, it's a fundamental, natural, basic human need that we have. It's got so twisted up and turned around inside out around asking for what we need, being clear on what we need. Should it be sexual? Shouldn't it be sexual? Is it innately sexual? Can I hug my partner without uh, him assuming that I mean something else other than a hug? It's got a bit convoluted. And I think that's because generally, well, there's a lot of reasons actually. For example, We've got so much shame and fear and conditioning around touch and around bodies and around desire and around wanting to touch and be touched and wanting to kiss and be kissed and wanting to be cuddled and held and wanting to fuck. And all of these things are so much extra added weight to it all that sometimes just asking for what we want or being clear on that or speaking our truth isn't as simple as I wish it was. (laughs) So I I had a chap tell me that he really, really thrives off a lot of touch, whether that's hugging his friends, laying his head in his wife's lap, um, cuddling his kids, you know, all kinds of touch. It's not 
at all just sexual touch, but that touch in general really lights him up. It nourishes him. It brings him back to himself. I mean, that's certainly true of me. You know, I'm a very much touchy-feely person, um, obviously with consent. But what he was saying is that his wife would often hold back. She wouldn't want to cuddle or stroke each other or have a sexy kiss because she didn't want to to air quotes, go all the way at that time. And so she just wouldn't engage with him with that stuff. And so he was starting to feel, you know, all the things that you might feel with that depleted, neglected, not neglected. Well, he might have felt neglected, but that's my word, not his. Rejected was the word I was looking for. And missing that sense of touch that was so important to him. So he and I talked about it for a bit, you know, and they have their own unique history and you will have your own unique history around touch and what it means to you. And lots of people have had their boundaries steamrolled over, especially in terms of touch. A lot of people have had touch that didn't feel good, whether that was, you know, some sort of medical thing and and doctors and that sort of thing or unwanted touch or whatever. So everyone that uh, you come into contact with, literally and figuratively, has their own unique relationship to touch. And obviously, his wife's was one that touch was going to lead to to sex. And if she didn't want full-on sex, then she was saying no to touch. And so, you know, how that is for you and how that is for your partner or partners is going to be unique. And so where he and I landed and where, where I'd like to share with you is that this is where communication is absolutely key. And there's a lot of things to communicate around this topic. So it might take lots of different conversations and ongoing conversations to come to a place with your partner that feels good. So for example, I said to him, you know, that it would be really good for him and his wife to talk about expectations and desires and boundaries and consent and you know, for him to sit down and say to her, listen, I really need touch. I love touch. And it doesn't have to always be sexual. It might be sensual, but it doesn't have to be sexual. And so sometimes if I come to you and ask you to run your fingers through my hair or stroke my back or rub my feet or whatever it is for a cuddle, or he might ask to do those things to her, for him to be clear when he is and isn't hoping that it might continue on to something else. And he said he hadn't really thought of that because he'd kind of been feeling rejected and that, you know, he thought it was a good idea that he could take his power back. And so he could say, hello, my love, I am not looking for full-on penetrative sex in this moment, but I could really do with a cuddle or a hug, or if you could squeeze my shoulders for a few minutes, or you know, could I stroke your feet in my lap or something like that? And so for him to get clear on what he needed, what part of him it was feeding and nourishing, and did he want it to be a potential doorway to or invitation to full-on sex? And then he can approach his wife and be really crystal clear about what he wants, first of all, and what he's presenting to her or what he's offering her or what he's asking for from her. And it seems, I don't know, it seems like that should be obvious, but I think we often don't do that. We're in the natural flow of our day and our lives and, you know, life is just happening around us and we feel that need for connection 
or touch or whatever it is arise, maybe we're not even kind of cognitively aware that that's what it is. And we approach our partner and we might go in for a hug or a kiss or, you know, a little flirt or whatever it is that we go in for without thinking about why are we doing it? What are we trying to get here? Or what are we trying to give? Or what's the truth behind this? What's the true motivation? And as Betty Martin would say, who is it for? You know, like if I go up to my partner and go in to give him a hug, am I giving him a hug because I think he needs one or wants one? Or am I giving him a hug because what I'm really doing is taking a hug because I want one and I need one? And, you know, we're not always going to be super crystal clear in every single moment, but the clearer we can be with ourselves, the more likely we are to get our own needs met and the more likely we are to get some kind of positive response from our partners. And that clarity starts with you. It starts with whether you are the person initiating something or whether you are the person uh, receiving the initiation, as it were. And so if I am able to know how my body feels and what my mood is and what my needs are and my desires and kind of how I am in any moment, if I'm able to check in with myself, then whether I'm offering something to my partner or whether he's offering something to me, I can take a moment and check in and see how do I feel about this in the moment? So it might be my partner approaches me and says, hey, do you want a hug? Or I need a hug or can I give you a hug or whatever it is. Instead of just saying yes or no, because that might be my uh, default response, I can pause for a moment and say, hang on, let me just check. What do I need in this moment? What would feel good? Yes. Yes, that would feel great. And you know, do you need me to be more actively hugging you or do you want to be more actively hugging me? Is this something that you're hoping will go somewhere else? Is this an invitation to see what happens and what emerges? Or are you just needing the hug? Now, obviously, that's a lot of conversation that you might not want to have in that moment. Although I really, really encourage you to communicate openly, honestly, with as much clarity as you can in that moment. And if that means having a pause, checking in with yourself, and asking a bunch of questions, then so be it. You know, if your partner's like, oh, well, the, the moment's passed, then so be that as well. You know, better to have a clear, open, honest conversation and answer than override yourself or not listen to yourself and then feel kind of icky afterwards, you know. And also, while it's really good to have these conversations in the moment, it's also good to have them not in the moment. So, you know, sitting down of an evening or whenever is a good time for you and saying, hey, you know, sometimes I feel like I want to put my arms around you or, you know, nuzzle into your cheek or rub your feet or something. But I'm afraid that you're going to think that that's an invitation to sex, or I'm afraid that you're going to assume that that means that I want something else. And I'd really like to be able to offer these things or try these things or initiate these things without you making assumptions. You know, how does that feel to you? Would that be okay? Can we practice that? And then, you know, you're not in the moment. You are finding out what is okay with your partner. You know, they might say, oh, if you do that, I assume this. Well, why do you assume that? And can we change the pattern? And what would feel safe? And what would feel good? And what would feel nourishing? Because as I said already, you know, we are hardwired for touch, but how we like our touch and our relationship to touch is very different. And so 
finding ways to kiss and cuddle and be intimate and get your touch needs met and all of that, be affectionate, all of that, those things don't have to lead to sex. They don't have to lead to penetration. And it's good to talk with your partner about how would it be if I initiated those things and you didn't assume that it meant something? Or how would it be if you initiated those things but didn't assume then that I would want to go on to sex? I hope this is all making sense. It's making sense in my head as I say it. The bottom line is to communicate really clearly with your partner. Hey, I'd really like to um, give you a full body massage, but I'm not trying to invite you into full-blown full sex. Or I'd really like to have a make-out session with you, but I'm not looking for it to go any further. Like, be really crystal clear. You know, if that changes, if you're in the middle of a make-out session that you both agreed wouldn't move on to sex, and then you both start to feel a bit sexy, I feel like you need to pause and renegotiate. Because the thing is, once you start to feel aroused, or once one of you starts to feel aroused, that changes how you access consent. And if you agreed at the outset that it wouldn't move on to sex, that it wouldn't move on to penetration, I think you need to honor that. And then in 15 or 20 minutes, you can renegotiate something else. Because even if it feels good to both of you to carry on and you're certain, I would hate for you to plant any seeds of doubt. Well, last time I said I didn't want to do anything, and then I got a little bit turned on, so we went ahead and did something. But I really didn't want to. I just found it uncomfortable or awkward to say no. So I think it's best if you can honor what you agreed to. And if what you agreed to feels like it changes in the moment, then like I say, have a pause, have a break and renegotiate something else. Hey, I really enjoyed that makeout session. I got really turned on. I would like to move on to penetration or sex or whatever, but you know, how are you feeling? Is that something you would like? And should we take a break and come back to it and see if that's how we both feel? You really don't want to have those really clear conversations and then do a, you know, a 360 and turn around what you've said that you will or won't honor. Okay, please let me know how this lands for you and let me know, you know, do you hold back from initiating or from accepting moves that your partner makes because you're afraid it's going to go somewhere else or because you don't want it to go all the way? Does having a conversation about that feel possible, doable? Does it feel awkward? Do you need any more help with that that I can possibly help you with? Please do let me know. I hope it's been helpful and thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast with Rebecca Lowry. If this podcast has aroused your curiosity and you'd like to take things further, you can get a copy of my free video training, Reclaiming Your Intuitive, Confident, Sensual Self. The link is in the show notes below wherever you are listening.